Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Thank you for joining me for the Trumpet of Truth podcast. My name is Brother Greg Bray. I'm the pastor of Lighthouse Baptist Church in Bruce, Mississippi. Hey, neighbor. Welcome to the podcast today. Again, excited. Can't hardly wait. I really like talking about the Bible, and that's what we're talking about this week. We talked about the Bible last week. We went through a few things uh, talking about the credibility of the Bible. We talked about how it's inerrant. It's infallible. It's inspired. Thank God for the Bible. We have some things today to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about a few songs that talk about the Bible. I guess one of the songs that we sang the most about the Bible was a song that we used in Bible school after we had pledged to the Bible, actually two songs. One of the songs was the B-I-B-L-E. It says the B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. There's another one that I used in doing Bible school and that was one called Wonderful Words of Life. I'm, I, I've, I've always liked it, and I've had a few when I'm leading the singing to request that song uh, because it talks about the Bible, wonderful words of life, uh, words of life and beauty, words of life and duty also. Thank God for these songs that give us uh, wonderful words of life also. Some of those good old hymns and those songs that talk about the Bible. There's a verse of scripture that I use as the theme verse of the podcast. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the, lo- of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. That's Joel chapter 2, verse number 1. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Uh, There's a song that is sang by many that you've heard from uh, the Lancasters on our podcast. They sing a song that says, I'm going to die on the battlefield. And one of the verses in that song says, I'll I'll take this gospel trumpet and blow it wherever I go. Let's let's hear that verse from them and and praise God for the song. I'm going to die on the battlefield. That's that's been a theme song for our church, also at Lighthouse Baptist Church in Bruce, Mississippi. Well, I'll take this gospel trumpet and I'll begin yes. to blow. Oh Lord, if you I believe it was Mr. Spurgeon when he was preaching a message on the Bible 
that he said this, Sin kept me from it, now it keeps me from sin. There's a song that says that, and we've heard uh, some sing it through the years, but it says that blessed old book, talks about that blessed old book that I hold in my hand. Listen to the chorus of it. This blessed old book that I hold in my hand is true from beginning to end. The credibility of the Word of God. What's true from beginning to end. That is the key. Oh, amen. That's all I know to say about that. Listen to two different men as they say something about the credibility of the Word of God. It's infallible. It's inerrant. It's inspired. It is the Word of God. Brother Isaac Lancaster and Brother Jay Pruitt, as they talk to us just a little bit about the Word of God. As we talk about the credibility of the Bible, I want to talk about this thought. If the God of the universe, who made everything, is all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent, if that kind of God could not keep the Bible for a couple thousand years, what kind of God would he be? I say that that kind of God that could make the world by just speaking it into existence, if that God could not keep the Bible, he wouldn't be much of a God. But I am thankful to say that the God we serve spoke this world to existence, and he found it no trouble at all to keep the Bible over thousands of years. We have the true 100% inspired Word of God in the King James Bible. And I'm glad to say that you can trust it, you can read it, and you can find help for your soul. The Bible, God's holy Word. It is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. It's inspired, infallible, and inerrant. It is a true living Word. One thing that amazes me about the Bible is that it never sets forth to try to prove the existence of God. For it says in itself that the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. So it doesn't even try to prove that there is a God. Everyone should know. Everyone should be able to tell that, that there is a God in heaven. Some people always talk about how God told me this. God talks to me. If he does, then it's by prayer or by his word. Listen to a couple of famous statements that I read about the Bible. Charles Spurgeon said, nobody ever outgrows scripture. The book widens and deepens with our years. Uh, A.W. Tozer said, the word of God well understood and religiously obeyed is the shortest route to spiritual perfection. And we must not select a few favorite passages to the exclusion of others. Nothing less than a whole Bible can make a whole Christian. And finally, John Wesley said, I want to know one thing, the way to heaven, how to land safe on that happy shore. God himself has condescended to teach the way. For this very end, he came from heaven. He has written it down in a book. Oh, give me that book. At any price, give me the book of God. I have it. Here is knowledge enough for me. 
Let me be a man of one book. How do you know you're saved? It better be because that word tells you you are. And I finish with the finishing words in this great book of God. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Isaac and Jay. I appreciate it. Brother Jay just quoted a verse of scripture that I want to read to you again. Psalm 119, verse number 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thank God for his word. When we talk about the Bible, we're talking about God's word. So that's something we don't need to forget about when we're talking about the Bible, that it is God talking to us. It's his word. Now, Psalm 119 is a very blessed chapter. There are 170 verse, 176 verses in Psalm 119, and every verse but two verses of 176, so 174 verses has a word in it that talks about God's word. Uh, it either talks about commandments, that's God's word, uh, statutes, Oh, boy, we get, let me let me see if I find it uses the word word. Um, it uses the word law. It uses the word precepts and and on and on. Now, Psalm 120, 119, verse number 121, 22 are the only two verses, as I said, that don't have one of those words in it that talks about it. So those that have written and preached about us uh, preached from Psalm 119 have called the psalm a psalm of the word and we as preachers we as teachers of the word are to hold the bible high it, it is it is high there is no way to live without the scriptures, without God's word. We need the Old Testament and we need the New Testament. I'm going to say it once again, that if it were not for the New Testament, we would not know the thou shalts and thou shalt nots that the Bible teaches us. Actually, the New Testament just reveals what the Old Testament has concealed. So the Lord is exposing the law, the thou shalt and thou shalt not to us in the New Testament. Thank God for the New Testament. And here's what Paul, one of the great writers of the New Testament, said to a young preacher by the name of Timothy in which he called his son in the faith. Here's what he says to Timothy. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. How about that? Be instant, in season, out of season. And here's what the word of God does, and here's what we're to do with the word of God. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. He just taught us to preach the word and be patient with the folks as we preach it to them. He said, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine or 
teachings. We talked about how that we're going to talk about the doctrines that we believe. Uh, there's going to be a time, and I believe that we are in that time that people are hardened. He also called, he said this about it, their conscience has been seared with a hot iron. Uh, there's no feeling in them. So he says, uh, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They're going to try to find somebody to teach them, yes, but to, but to scratch them, to, to help their their itching sin, and they shall turn their ears from the truth. That that word is a word that points us toward the Bible, and shall turn unto fables. In other words, they're going to turn to things that that's not really going to teach them anything. They're going to turn to untrue things, fables. That's what he calls them, like children's stories. Uh, Oh, folks, listen, the Bible is so important to us in these days. Uh, It's always been important. It's been important from the time that God started speaking to man. As God walked with Adam in the cool of the day in the garden, those words that God spoke to Adam as he walked with him is important. There's an old song uh, that we sing, In the Garden. And that song says, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me that I'm his own. Now, the only way that God talks to us is through his word, by his word, the Bible. We need to read it. We need to study it. We need to know it in order to hear from God. And I believe this is the way God works. With all of my heart, I believe it. I believe that we read the scripture and we pray. And as we read the scripture and we pray, and I believe Jay mentioned this also, that uh, that's the way God talks to us in prayer and through the scripture. So as we pray, we talk to God about things and he answers us with a Bible verse because we've read it and because we've, we've hid it in our hearts that we might not sin against him. Uh, that word is a lamp unto our feet. It's going to it's going to light the way. It's a light under our path. So the, the pledge to the Bible says, I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Can you do that today? Can you take the Bible and read it and study it? Hide it in your heart and let God use it to speak to you. Oh, thank you for joining me today. It's been so good to talk about the Bible once again. We're going to talk about some other things now in the days to come. And I encourage you to listen to these podcasts and get the things out of it that you can. I want you to know that I love you. This preacher loves you. If you need to contact me, uh, you can email me at trumpetoftruth85 at gmail.com. Please listen. You can comment on the YouTube channel. there, there's so many different ways that you could listen. Uh, you can do a search on the internet, probably for Trumpet of Truth, and find the podcast some way, whether it's on Spotify or, or Anchor.fm. Uh, there are many others, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. It all goes out there. And I appreciate you listening. And uh, uh, just thank you so, so much. Thank these fellows that have talked to us about the Bible today. 
uh, Brother Isaac and Brother Jay, and God bless you all. And I will say this, I will see you later. It may not be on this side of heaven, but if uh, the Lord tarries, I'll see you next Saturday about the same time, looking forward to the podcast and what God's got to us as got for us as we talk about the teachings of the Word of God.